shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. How do you make your business a cut above the rest? On this week's episode, we're here with Felix Suniga of El Barbero Barbershop. Felix, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I am so happy to have you here, Felix. And uh, what the audience can't see, because this is a radio and show and podcast, is that underneath my headset is a head of hair which got a fresh fade just last week from your skillful hands. So thank you. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. How many uh, how many heads of hair do you think you cut a day, Felix? Um, well, I would say about fifteen to sixteen people. Man, and there's times when it's pretty busy, so I have to squeeze in people. And what I mean by squeezing in is they call me, "Hey, I know you don't have an appointment available. I need a haircut. It's an emergency." So the old emergency that's haircut. Right. That there's a I got a date tonight, Felix. You know, I got to look Last good. Last minute. Last minute. So you have this barbershop, which is cool. And I tell you what, I used to go, I don't even remember where I would always get my hair cut. I mean, like, I don't know, Great Clips or whatever. Um, and then I started going to a barbershop. And we were pals. And so I said, I'm going to Felix's barbershop. And I love, and more and more uh, folks I know love the old barbershop experience. T- tell us about it. What, what made you decide to own a barbershop? I grew up with Great Clips. Okay. My mom actually took me to Great Clips down Lakeshore Mall. All right. There was a set of older women that would take care of me and not the way I wanted to be taken care of, but definitely got a haircut. I remember growing up, it always interested me seeing the process of the haircut mm. coming in one way, leaving the other. I always wanted to do that for my clients when I first started. Now, the way I started, we'll talk about it a little bit, I guess, in the segment, but definitely I was interested in one day opening my own barbershop. So you knew that from the get go. It's like hey, I felt that from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Had the call to entrepreneurship. That's right. So then you started cutting hair somewhere, which brings up a question. I know I see you in there and I love that like you you seem to always be like training and mentoring mm-hmm. the younger guys. Right. How does one become a barber? Is there official barber school? What what happens? What's the process? So the process for me was very different. Um my best friend, he came one day over to my house with a box of clippers and he said, Hey, do you mind cutting my hair? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I have no idea how to cut hair. How did he pick I, you? Well, I was his neighbor, his best friend and his neighbor. <laughs> He's like, anybody, me. I need somebody to cut my hair. And the reason he said that, he said, my dad does a horrible job. <laughs> I don't think you do, you know, any worse. So I cut his hair, went well. It went great. All right. That is a joke. <laughs> <Did not. laughs> no, it, it, it went horrible, horribly wrong. And throughout the weeks, I just got better and better. And I had my nephews, I had family members, mm. I had my dad who I could practice on, got a lot better for sure. He, uh, well, my best friend came over and over, got a lot of practice, 
went from there. So, so did you know before he asked you, did you already have an inkling you might want to be a barber? Or was this like, uh, you hadn't thought of it before? And I had you never did thought it? about it before. Wow. Never. So, so a good, uh, couple good lessons there. And if you're just joining us here on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Felix Suniega of El Barbero Barbershop, my barber and my, my pal. Um, couple good lessons there. First off, somebody asked you to do something that you didn't know how to do, Correct. which is intimidating, Very. and you went for it. You did it. I cannot tell you, Felix, how many good things in my life happened because I just said yes. That's right. I was like, let's do it. I'll try it. Then you enjoyed it. But quite frankly, you were not very good at it. But did you say, oh, man, I'm not going to do that again. I stunk. I don't want to do a bad job. Maybe somebody made fun of your friend's haircut and you. and But no, you're like, all right, I like this. I'm going to get better at it. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this, uh, I love this quote, which is, if anything is worth doing well, it's worth doing poorly at first. Because you're gonna, you're not gonna be great first yeah. time out, and then you just kept doing it. Yep, kept doing it. And if you hadn't had the cojones to say yes, I'll do it, you would not have figured out that you had a passion for it. Yeah, probably would have never, never found out. Man. Yeah. All right. So you did that, and then you just started practicing. Mm-hmm. And then, how did you learn the skills? Did you go to some sort of class or YouTube videos? What happened? Yeah. So. Back in the day, there was an app called Pacinos. Okay. It was an app that was on your phone. You would download it. It was ten ninety nine. Okay. I tell everybody, that was a, the best ever. Like, I, I had never had any practice that, well, lessons that way. And Pacinos, uh, he, he's a big entrepreneur now. He's huge in Miami. I downloaded the app, started practicing, and watched every single video. So this app was... Here, barber instructional videos. Barber instructional videos. Wow, that's it. Yeah. So you learned from this app. From the app. Ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Another lesson from that is: all right, you had the the guts to just try. You had the guts to keep going when it was hard, and then you just looked around for resources. You might have just said, "Oh wow, I don't know how to cut hair. Where is there? Oh, there's a barber school, but it's far away." You just apparently Google it and found an app or somebody told you about it and you dove in. Yeah. And not only did it teach you how to do haircuts, but it also taught you how to do hair designs. Mm. Back in the day, hair designs was very popular. I had kids who would come to me and say, hey, I want this design. I want to start. I want to line. Practice on them. Did it. Nailed it. Next thing you know, I have a line of clientele at my house. Designs would be like, it's not just a haircut. It's like. I got my name in there or something like that. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just recently, now that you mentioned that, I did a design on a kid. He came, went to school. Well, he came to get a haircut. Did a design. He went to school. Next haircut he came. He's like, dude, there was a kid that told me, hey, you got Felix's signature on you. Uh-huh. I was like, well, that's really cool. Wow. Man. That, that was pretty pretty awesome to hear, you know? Could you start signing the side of my head when you, when you give me a haircut? <laughs> With the signature, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got cool. What is the Felix signature? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. So you weren't even intentionally doing this, but he could just tell. Right. He right. saw your handiwork. Right, yeah. Okay. So he could tell. He's like, hey, did you get a haircut with Felix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could tell, you know, your design. 
has a sig- the your signature. Wow. And then you began, so you're cutting hair at home. Mm-hmm. Then did you go right from that to opening your own shop or did you go work at a different shop first? So I started working at a, you could say, hair salon slash barbershop because I was the only barber. Actually, one of my barbers that I, is with me right now, his name is Gustavo. He started working with me at that hair salon. Okay. So I met him there. We cut hair for about, I would say, a year. We we went separate ways. I started working at a barbershop, worked there for six years. This is a local barbershop here in Gainesville. Worked there six years. In that process, during those six years, I went to school in Gwinnett. Okay. So I went to barber school. You went to barber school then? Yes, sir. Uh, Gwinnett Barber Institute. Okay. Went there, graduated probably, well, I would say, a year from graduating. Okay. COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So started cutting hair at people's houses. I did house calls. Wow. Best. So it's pretty recent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So right after COVID opened up what is now El Barbero. Yeah. All right. right. after COVID. All right. Literally. There's another lesson right there is, hey, things shut down. People can't come into the barbershop. All right. I ain't letting that slow me down. I got a car. I I'll come, come to your you. house with my signature cut. That's right. All right, we're going to pick back up on uh, the, the barbershop process and El Barbero right after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. kick your business into high gear. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with my good friend, Felix Suniega of El Barbero. And Felix's business is kicked into high gear. In fact, he uh, he sometimes, I, I believe, Felix, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, you are the barber for some professional kickers, some uh, MLS and European League soccer players. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, so it is MLS... A little bit of uh, Premier League mm. with Miguel Almiron. Okay. Even national. Mexico's national team. Que bueno. Yes, so yeah. how did this happen? How did you become the uh, the barber for uh, the soccer elite? It all it all started with a DM on Instagram. A DM messaged, on Instagram. Yes, sir. You I, you messaged a soccer player. I messaged a soccer player. I. Text, I, you know, I sent him. A, I shot him a message. I said, "Hey, I'm a barber, and they did, did this in Spanish. Okay, they were just Spanish speakers from Argentina." He said, "Well, you know, thanks for the offer. I we have a barber that we we go to." So you reached out to the soccer player. Correct. Did you reach out to multiple, or just you picked one, DM'd him? Picked one. Picked one. Picked one. Said, "I'm a barber. I'd love to cut your hair." Yes, sir. All right. Picked one. His name is Yamil Assad. Currently plays for. DC United at the moment, but he was playing with Atlanta United 2016, 17, 18. Okay. Messaged him. He, he, he answered and it was a Friday, Friday night. I was in the shower. I remember I had my music on and a, a message interrupted the music. 
I get out, check the message. It was from him. I go crazy. Wow. Him writing to me. He says, hey, Felix, are you available to cut our hair? I was like, wait, what? So I, you know, I got out of the shower, just checked the message. And he's like, tomorrow we have a game. We're concentrating. Can you come tomorrow afternoon before the game? Are you able to come to us? I'm like, yes, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. What time? So he gave me all the details. I sped there. It was crazy. And, you know, in the back of my head, I was just just thanking God the whole time. And this was 2017 or 2018? This was 2017. Yes, sir. So at this point in time, all right, you had not even been to barber school yet because you got out during COVID, right? Right. You were cutting hair. Correct. So you're, you're a barber. You don't even have some certificate on the wall. And you say, I'm going to reach out to this guy, this professional soccer player, that, by the way, I would imagine every barber would love to cut the hair of a professional soccer player, right? And have their their stuff on TV. Correct. But they didn't all DM the soccer player because they probably thought, oh, I'm going to look weird. They're going to say, no, I don't want to get rejected. But yeah. you just did it. I just and went for it. You could have said, oh, man, I haven't even been to barber school yet, blah, blah, blah. But you just went for it. I went for it. Boom. Yes, sir. Y'all, if you are listening, take note. You want to go get something, go for it. I think I've used this analogy, but I got to use it again because it's so worthwhile. On the farm, I move the cows with electric fence, and I move them every single day. And the electric fence that I set up, it's like a shoestring with some metal wire running through it. So I set this fence up. And I put a little solar energizer on it. It has a little bit of shock. And the cows, have they've felt it before, so they don't go past it. They're held back from all their biggest dreams and desires. They see all this different grass. They want to go eat it. But they're held back by the fear of that little shock. Correct. And half the time, Felix, I don't even turn it on. Wow. But they're so afraid of the pain that often it's even real. And I, I guarantee you, 99 out of every 100 barbers would have been too scared to do that afraid of the little bit of pain but you did it that's yeah. what it takes yeah i was actually afraid they would even ask me for the certificate ah yeah but you know thankfully everything went smooth everything went well i spoke mm. to the to the manager at the facility and i spoke to him i told him hey i'm currently in school would that affect he's like no the guys love you they want you uh-huh. they, they want your haircuts so that's awesome. So you did the first cut. Yes, sir. Did you cut just the one player or a couple players that day? Yeah, I was in the elevator with a couple of the players that I see. Obviously, you see on TV. I did not know what to say. I did not know what to do. I just was looking straight out the door. I called the, the player. His name is Miguel. Miguel Miron. He tells me, hey, are you here? I was just starstruck the whole time. I get off the elevator. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm out. I'm actually outside your door. He gave me all the directions to his, to his room. He opens the door. It's just him in the room. Cut his hair. I, I was a little shaky. Not gonna I lie. I, I was bet. a little shaky. Starstruck. He he tells me, can you cut my other friend's hair? Yeah, sure. In the door walks in Joseph Martinez. Now this is a star star player. He was the best for MLS one year. He was leading scorer. Miami actually signed him now, playing alongside with Messi. Mm. And that, that to me, was just off the roof. Once I see him walk in the room, I see him, and 
I'm just like, what in the world? After him walks in another player, Yamil Assad, who I actually messaged. He okay. Was just, he was just doing some uh, workouts. He walks in. I'm just starstruck. A couple other players walk behind him. So it was, it, was, it was about five or six guys I cut that day. Wow. Well, there's another lesson right there. Uh, scary, intimidating to reach out. Then to actually do it. Right. And you think, I can only imagine if I was a barber and, you know, I'm I'm cutting uh, the hair of some stars, some idols of mine, you know, and you'd be scared to do it. And a lot of people, even if that, well, the kind of person who'd make that step to reach out, they, they're going to go through it. But a lot of people be too scared to do that and, and start talking themselves out of it. But everything you do like that, once you get past it, I bet now you're cutting these soccer players' hair and you're not. It's like it's just a, it's just another head of hair, right? So I I try to do it more so like it's he's at my barber shop like he's just another ordinary guy. Yep. I don't talk to them about soccer. I don't talk to them about their fame. I don't talk about anything personal that has to do with the fame. I just talk to them about their family, how they're doing, stuff like that. And I think that that opened the doors for me to to allow me to cut their hair and them trusting me every single time I would go cut their hair. Right. I love it. Big lessons to be learned there. So at that point in time, you were even just, you didn't have El Barbero. No, sir. I was working at a barbershop, local barbershop here in Gainesville. And I drive, I drove, you know, an hour, hour and a half, depending on traffic to Marietta, train, uh, Atlanta United's training ground. That's cool. That is too cool. Uh, on the note of they, they, it seems like you know they like that. It's when they're in the in the barber chair with you, just talking about life. Seems like a big part of barbershop culture, right? Just a place, guys go chill, oh, yeah. have their guy time. Tell me about barbershop culture a little bit. Barbershop culture, more so like men coming and talking about things that normally probably they wouldn't even tell their wife. Mm. Not that is a secret, right. but more so like a bro code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they talk to me about whatever they're going through that day. You're their therapist. That's right, yeah. You're their therapist. So. <laughs> sorry. I'm therapist, sorry, Felix. That's good. I'm that's sorry, good. Felix. Therapist. Yeah. Wow. And that's a big part of it, I think. And that's a that's a part of the job. Obviously, you know, cutting men and women's hairs is different. You could cut either one. But it's just that environment. And I like to go in there and I'm moving and grooving. I like to sit down in the chair. It's very relaxing. Sometimes I come close to falling asleep because <laughs> I, I finally get a chance to relax. I can't do any work. Just get my hair done by the best. Yeah, and you're just sitting there still. Mm. Can't move. I like it. Very tranquil. Oh, yeah. All right. When we get back from the break, we're going to dive more into what makes El Barbero special here on North Georgia Business Radio X.
do you combine the the quality product, the artistry in your business with efficiency and a good workflow? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with El Barbero, Mr. Felix Suniego. Uh, Felix, at the barbershop, you are an artist. You know, you're you're putting together these great cuts. People depend on you. They come in, they say, hey, I've got a big day tonight where it's my anniversary. You got to make me look good. It's important. When you cut my hair, I'm going to be walking around for like the next month with this on, with, with my head looking like this. But also, you don't just sit there and take forever. And I see you coaching up the younger barbers in training and the other barbers. I see you coaching on, hey, guys, you got to be efficient. We got to get people in and out. They have places to be. How do you blend that? And when did you even see that that was an important thing? Because I see some guys over there taking like an hour, you know? Yeah. When I started, I always took about an hour, hour and a half. Mm. That's because I started. Right. And I didn't know how to do the the artistry, like you said. Mm. I always looked at it as, you are my canvas. Mm. I am the artist. Now, if my artwork is out there, everyone's going to see it. Right. If I do a bad job, they're going to be telling you, hey, you got to change your barber. <laughs> but if I'm doing a good job, they're going to say, hey, I want to go to that barber. It's it's free advertisement. Right. I try to perfect it more than so that it, what I was doing. And then what I, be my, what I mean by perfecting it was skipping steps. Mm-hmm. With with barbering, you have to go through steps. Mm-hmm. It's all about creating a guideline, erasing that line, creating a line. Mm. What I would do, I, I still do the guidelines, but I skip steps. And at the end, I go back and detail my work. Mm. This is what I'm teaching all the kids. I remember you were there, last haircut. I was, I was helping out a kid from also Gainesville. Well, no, Habersham. He's from Habersham. He's a really good kid. Every kid that I move right beside my chair is to guide them and to help them out, make them better. That's my goal. That's my goal with the with the guys at the barbershop. I'm always pushing them to, if, if you are cutting a client every 30 minutes, you're spitting out two clients in an hour. That is double the pay rather than cutting one person in an hour. Right. And it's good for the client. Correct. And I was impressed. I noticed that you, what is the app that you use for booking? The, the cut? cut. First off, I was impressed that you had this app, which seems <laughs> like save you a lot of time instead of just texting people back and forth or having the paper book, you got, you got the app. Yep. So first off, I was impressed with that. But then I was also impressed because it has in there, the time slots for a men's haircut are 30 minutes. And I liked that when I saw it. I was like, all right, <laughs> we can get it done. Yeah, yeah. We actually timed it last time. Not this last haircut, but the other time you were there, we did a video. Right. The kids were there. They did not believe that I could do a haircut in ten minutes. They timed it. We recorded it, and I think it was nine minutes and some or in something seconds. And it looked good. Oh yeah. Boom. So um, you mentioned skipping steps, but you're not skipping steps in in that there's an important step you're just not doing. You just have a more efficient way you're, you looked at, how can I improve this workflow? How can I improve this process? And that is something that kudos to you and another lesson for business because we can get cut. You're doing sometimes 12, 14 haircuts a day. 
which you couldn't do if you weren't going quickly, oh, yeah, but no. you, we could get in a rut and, and we're just doing things. At the farm, I have chores. I do things the same way mm-hmm. every day. At the bank, I have things. I have, And I, I tell my kids this, like you always have to be looking, how can I do things better and more quickly? Yeah. Better and more quickly. Better and slower is not a win. Faster and worse, definitely not a win. But you can achieve both. Yeah. If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, uh, thank you. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to the earlier segments because there's some gold in there. We're here with Felix Suniego uh, of El Barbero. I'm rolling so many R's today. I love it. Oh, yeah. That's fun. And you're not you're not even critiquing them. No, they're legit. Thanks, I yeah. appreciate that. It's my haircut. It helps <laughs> me out. And this is he's my barber. He's a uh, entrepreneur. He's he's a barber to uh, famous world class athletes, as well as perhaps soon even the barber of uh, world class audio engineer Bill Wilson. If we could talk him into getting a cut, and uh, he's my barber and my friend. So, um, but talking about adding in efficiency to your processes at work while maintaining or improving the quality of the work. And it's it's key. And there's just, if you're always looking, you can find those things. And also, I would say, if you have a commitment to, I'm going to do things better and faster, it, you will get your mind blown at, I mean, you did my haircut in 10 minutes. And when you did my hair, it's not like you just buzzed it. You used all these different guards. You're doing all the different things. But Sometimes with the with the mind of man can can believe he can achieve if if you think this is what I'm going to achieve you could figure out ways to do it and yeah. that's what you did yeah that's right so on that note you have a great process of the actual operations of being a barber you have your shop seems to be doing very well so it's very busy what uh, what's what does the future hold for you and El Barbero what are your dreams and plans oh my dreams and plans are definitely to have multiple El Barberos mm. all around Hell County. Okay. Definitely staying local. All right. Staying here at home. Okay. Where I grew up, I grew up here in Gainesville. This is, this is my heart. I love it. So when you think of, I'd like to have multiple locations, how would you then, I mean, you do a great job of control. You, you do the coaching and, and helping those guys. How would you do that if you had multiple? Would you bounce around, kind of do more of your time training versus cutting? What do you think? Yeah, that would be that would be definitely one of the options. Another is trusting trusting one of my guys. Mm. I always mm-hmm. have that one barber that I definitely would trust mm-hmm. to run the the barber shop. Right. I would definitely if I opened another one, stay there for about a year, train someone else to be the next me potential business owner. Yeah. Slash manager, whatever you want to call it. I love it. And go from there. Well, growth creates opportunity. I mean, growth for growth's sake is not worthwhile. But if you're going to say, hey, I want to I wanna expand and grow and have more locations, and then that will give, yeah, the next Felix, somebody who has an entrepreneur mindset, wants to run things, wants the additional responsibility and reward, you give him that opportunity. Maybe he could have a piece of the pie, uh, and that'd be good because then you could retain his talents and not right. have him just go off and start, you know, his own deal. Wander off, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's. I always talk to the guys. I always tell them, I, I actually want you guys to one day potentially run one of my businesses. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Why not? I, I try to be the not the best boss, 
but the best friend boss mm. you know uh, i know there's a fine line but i also i am there not only to guide them at the barbershop but guide them because i have a, i have young 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 kids that are in the program of high school where i sign off their sheet work oh you work-based learning work-based learning all yeah. right plug for work-based learning here yeah. folks so i i help them out in that area and i always guide i always try to guide them in, in that aspect of being a business owner oh, i love that and there is a fine line with boss and friend i'll tell you my my boss he's one of my best friends and um that is great and i love that tight relationship we have but also there there he he needs to be able to hold me accountable coach me right. if i screw up he's got to be able to tell me and i and i hope that my best friends outside of work can do that too yeah if you see me screwing up and doing something stupid i want you to say phil <laughs> quit that yeah and and at work you know it uh, you wouldn't want that to ever be the case of oh felix i thought you were my friend you're like yeah i am and i care about you that's why i'm telling you don't do that again because right. that's a bad idea yeah mm, i love it there there's only one felix suniega but you could you know help instill those skills and and whatnot and others i love it and you have your family at home and that drives you to keep growing and doing better too Oh yeah, that that is a big key. That is a big piece of mm. the puzzle for sure. I love it. Huge, huge, huge. All right, we're headed into our last segment. It's bittersweet. We come back on North Georgia Business Radio X. some tips for making your business better. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Felix Suniega El Barbero, my good friend, my barber, hair entrepreneur, barber to the stars, so many things. Felix, I have a question for you. What is the appropriate tip to give your barber? I think being, being that friend to the client. Okay. Not only being a, a, a client, also a friend that can be comfortable to talk. Mm. You have to talk to your clients. You have to So interact. the personal aspect. Right. Yeah, I, 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 talk, I tell them all the time. You have to talk to your clients. You have to have that communication with your client. Always remember the last thing you guys spoke about. And mm -hmm. the next time that they sit in your chair, ask them, how that go how the date go did it go well did it go bad how's your kid she i remember you told me last week you know she she was she was having a fever at night how's that going so definitely having that connection having that you know felix i love this you've just dropped two wonderful leadership lessons on us and really you thought you were just dropping one number one would be no matter what product or service you're providing Every business is made up of people, and it is about people, caring about people, listening to what they said, and yeah. remembering. It's about people. Right. Whether you're selling haircuts, you're selling bank loans, you're selling yeah. hamburgers, it's about people, yes. number one. The second leadership lesson you didn't even know you were giving is the importance of perspective, all right? When you're communicating, 
You have to be thinking through the other person's perspective. And I have a, a saying, which I'd like, I don't know where I heard it, but it's not about what you say, it's what the other person hears. Mm. So I was coming from the perspective of a person who receives haircuts. You were coming the, from the perspective of a uh, barber and, and coach of barbers. And so when I said, hey, what's the, what's the best, what's a good tip? What's the right tip for a barber? You thought of coaching barbers. Because that's where you're coming from. And I was thinking, our audience needs to know, what is the appropriate amount of cash tip to pay a barber? But you were thinking as a barber, and I was thinking as a customer. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I thought no, you meant tip as that a... was perfect. But the, what a good lesson for folks, like <laughs> that we hear things based on where we're coming from. Right. And so we got to be specific in our communications. But the tip you gave for barbers was just, business leadership gold for everybody else right well going back to your question i think it it depends mm -hmm. for sure it's like a waiter right your water is not filled up they're they're it's on them <laughs> they're working on their tip right same thing with a haircut you're you dislike your haircut you gotta be honest mm. you gotta be honest and, and honest not only to yourself but honest to your haircut mm. you gotta Give look, feedback right? right yep if you if you love your haircut there goes your tip. Yep. You hate your haircut also. There Let them know. Tip. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> the, a feedback or, or a haircut, is one of those is kind of tougher to give feedback on because I like to give feedback that can be used immediately. And if I got a bad haircut, and what am I going to do about it now? Buzz yeah. it off. It's too late to change. You cut yeah. it off, right? But, um, but it's going to help for next time. Definitely. One thing I'm always so impressed with, speaking of next time, is how you remember what you did the last time you cut all these guys heads of hair but after maybe the first cut i didn't even tell you anything you just right. knew i'm gonna do the fill yeah and that is something that multiple clients have mentioned to me unless they are going to change it mm -hmm. they let me know ahead of time right when they sit in my chair i just start i get the clippers and just start buzzing away <laughs> that is only because it's just stored in my mind i honestly yep. do remember each and every single one of them. Well, and that plays into, like you were mentioning, it's important to remember those personal details and, and have that relationship, right. but also because you're highly engaged in what you're doing. To me, you know, each head of hair is just a head of hair, <laughs> but you know each one. Right. You probably remember my, my birthmark on the back of my head. <laughs> you, you've seen it more than me. Oh, yeah. You know, because I, I can't see it back there. <laughs> anyway, that's fantastic. And I love what you're doing. If somebody were to say, hey, I want to move up and go to a barber shop instead of just some little, you know, place where they don't know who the heck I am, what should they look like? What Or what should they look for in a in a top-notch barber? Definitely location. Location. Yeah. Okay. Location is, is key. And also, you got to see the surroundings. I like to have a, my, at least in my perspective of a barber shop is a welcoming barbershop mm, mm -hmm. somewhere where not only can men come get their haircuts but also you know single moms mm. or even mm -hmm. just moms who care about their kids haircuts and they just want to show up in a good environment right so definitely the, the the environment check out the environment check out who who is in charge those those things i looked at Every time I would 
you know, look for a barber shop, which was two two times that I moved around. I tried to stick to one barber shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like moving around. I didn't like just moving around. I knew that I was going to lose clientele. I knew that I was going to just be bouncing around back and forth to different barber shops. Just that's one one thing as well. Just stick to a barber shop. Do it well. Do it well. Yeah, and if you want to go and pick out a a good barber, I, it is good to have one that's consistent because <laughs> then they'll they'll know your cut. Like yes, Felix knows my cut. Yeah. So, I love it. When you are looking for, if you've got guys, are you are you out recruiting new barbers, or are guys more coming to your shop and saying, "Hey, I want to be a barber," or "My friend's a barber here. Can I?" Right. Give when me I share. Yeah. When we started, we would post. Uh, now hiring looking for barbers uh that didn't work out as well now so the word spreads around pretty quick there's a lot of talent there's a lot of kids now starting to cut hair which is crazy back when i started there was probably one barber in gainesville oh wow yeah and now tons tons of barbers and i don't more so look for them they they just come and Mm -hmm. ask or they'll send me a message hey so-and-so, I'm looking for a barbershop. One thing I, I I knew before even opening up a barbershop was that there was going to be people coming in and out. Mm-hmm. There was just going to be a constant in and out traffic of, of just barbers just because I've seen that happen in other, where I've worked previously. And it, it you know, it helps to, to also engage not only with your clients, but with your barbers. I like it. Sure. Uh, one thing I like, another lesson of, all right, so you started out, there wasn't but one barber shop, and now there's a lot, mm-hmm. so there's more competition. You're not intimidated by that. No. Because you're going and doing the best job possible. You're training up young barbers to do the best job possible, and people can look at it and say, oh, well, no, I don't want to expand now. There's so many. There's so many other ones. And, oh, is there room in the marketplace for me? There is always room in the marketplace for people who do things very well. And the fact that there's more competition means there's more people who are wanting the barbershop experience. Right. So you might as well go fill that need and do it better than everybody else. Yes, sir. Boom. And I love I, – I want to do a quick recap, Felix, because there's so many good – Good things here. And then we're going to wrap it up with a freestyle. So I want you to just be thinking about maybe three things we're going to freestyle about. <laughs> but don't tell me yet. All right. First off, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. You have gone for You've got a track record of going for it from the first time somebody showed up with a box of clippers at your house and was like, would you cut my hair? And you said, sure. You went for it. Didn't go well. But you did it. You realized you had a passion for it, which you never would have realized had you not gone for it. So go for it, people. All right? I don't care if you're a high school kid or you own a business. Go for it. You continue to get better, and you continue to go for it. You DM'd MLS players to say, can I cut your hair? And you went. You showed up. It was scary. You might have to change your plans. You did it. So go big or go home. Uh, And as you're doing your best, see how you can do it more efficiently and better. All right. What are three things we're going to wrap about, Felix, for our wrap-up? Fresh fade. Fresh fade. What else we got? We have... Ooh, go quick. Just give me another. One more. Oh, man. That's a tough one with the barbershop. All right. We'll dive in. Give me a beat, Felix. All right. Felix, this is our first beatboxing guest. Let's do it. We got 20 seconds. 
El Barbero, lots of accolades. If you want to see him get the fresh fade, he's the man. Felix Sunyega, oh yeah. MLS plays, he'll cut that hair. He's the best. Cut and sit in the... Whoop! Ah! Went crazy. Lost it. Sometimes it doesn't go best. You got to do it again. But anyway, El Barbero, <laughs> Felix Sunyega, go see him get a fresh cut. Thank you for listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.